0: Buddy, thank you for joining me for episode three, Sarah Says Podcast. Today, I'm going to talk about relationships. Um, this is probably one of the most talked-about topics in podcasts across the nation, across the world, and I'm coming from my very tiny, small corner of the world to share a little bit about my perspective on dating relationships, on my very small knowledge of marriage so far. And I'm also gonna recommend some books because I'm a huge resource person. Um, I love passing on resources and I think I think reading is a lost art, everybody. I'm actually trying to read more myself, but some of you are just avid readers. You probably read, like all the time. I'm actually just getting back into reading fiction, but um, I read self-help books for two straight years. So actually more than that, probably like the past three years. So I'm going to share some awesome relationship related resources, especially focused on um, the perspective of being single and in the dating world and kind of just share a little bit about my best practices, I guess, my perceived best practices uh, when it comes to how to approach romantic relationships, especially if you are a Christian person and um, you are looking for that Christian mate. I think I definitely have more to say in that regard because that's the path that my life uh, is on. And yeah, okay. So I'm going to get started with sharing some listener feedback. I put a little question box on um, Instagram last week and I asked you guys, what is the biggest myth regarding romantic relationships? And we got some really good answers. So I'm going to share them and then As I go through what I'm going to talk about, um, let's talk about why these things are wise and hopefully touch back on them. So let's see. One of the first things is um, this person said, the, the myth is it shouldn't take a lot of work if you're happy together. She says that's false. So agree with you there, sis, because like being happy is doing the work. So it's going to take a lot of work to be happy and, and happy is like, what even is happy, you know, if you want to take it a step further, but I totally agree with you there. This is a funny one, but it's true. He said, Zodiac signs don't mean Jack, S-H-I-T. I know that might be hard for some of you guys to swallow. Like, okay, I used to be into astrology. I no longer believe in it for several reasons. Um, but yeah, guys, like, nah, like, if you're willing to make it work with somebody, you're willing to make it work with somebody. It's definitely not predicated on what month they were born. Um, okay. This per, this person is super wise. This comes from a super wise person in my life. She said a myth that the happy wife, happy life saying it's not true. Communication and prayer between husbands and wives build an honest relationship where both of you thrive. Couldn't agree more. Um, As much as I want to joke and say that it's true, like, no, it's like both people need to be in a good place to have a thriving and flourishing relationship. Um, Let's see, another good one. Your partner is going to complete you. Yes. Yes. I cannot agree with you more that that is the biggest myth that we are all we are all sold probably from Disney like from day 1 and even in church culture honestly um no you can be single and thriving okay you're and or you could be with somebody a loving partner but that doesn't necessarily mean that they complete you you know you Jesus needs to complete you in my opinion and then you need to complete you um more on that later okay opposites attract that was a popular one a few people mentioned opposites attract being a myth i totally agree i'm someone who is in an opposites relationship but at the same time my husband and i are so like-minded in so many ways that i do believe that that could fall into being a myth and that you do want somebody that's like-minded um let's see If you're not fighting, you're not growing. Okay, yeah, this person said that idea is trash. Uh, He said, be different, but be happy and show respect. 100%, 100%. Couldn't agree more with you there. So thank you guys for sharing. Oh, wait, hold on, one more. One more, one more that I was like, ooh, when I share this, some people are not gonna like it or they're gonna think. (laughs) So this person said, it's a myth that you should move in with your significant other before getting married. Hot take. I actually do agree with her on that. I don't, I, I have my reasons, but I mean, other than the fact that what the line of thinking and of my faith is that you shouldn't do it, um, I also think that you just, for me particularly, I'm obsessed with the concept of loyalty and someone being loyal to me. And to me, the ultimate sign of commitment and loyalty is marriage. So my husband and I actually didn't live together um, before we got married. Not that that makes us better than anybody who might have gone down that path for other different circumstances or by choice, Um, but it's just what worked for us. So yeah, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to keep the truth from you and say we didn't have sleepovers. We did we did. I lived by myself. So yeah, more on that later. <laughs> okay. So let's get into it today. Um, I'm going to start off by just obviously having to, uh, you know, predicate this whole thing with, again, reminding you guys that this is my opinion, um, that it's, you know, take it with a grain of salt. And I hope that none of this offends anybody, but um, just going to kind of speak through what I'm feeling or what I'm what I'm thinking here. Um, okay, so let's mention the first resource and that is a book called Single Dating Engaged Married by Ben Stewart. This book is amazing if you are obviously in the single stage, if you are in the dating stage, or if you are engaged or thinking about getting engaged to your partner. Um, the reason why I love this book is because Uh, My husband and I read it, actually, after we had broken up for some time. So we had been together, we thought we wanted to get married, we took a break, and when we talked about getting back together, um, we definitely understood the seriousness of what it would mean to continue to be together, and, you know, I'm somebody who's very much not into wasting time. Right, and I don't mean that to say like don't waste time like as in rush to do things and to get married and to get into romantic relationships. It's just I believe that um, when you are dating, especially in the context of a Christ, of a Christian perspective, you do want to make your intentions very clear um, from the beginning. But you want to make sure you're you're working through the stages and the phases in the proper order. So this book really highlights the number one, the value of your singleness and of being single and of all the things that it allows you to do. And I cannot agree more that, um, I honestly like didn't spend very much time being single, um, in my adult life just because of choices that I had made that I do regret now. Um, I guess, I was what you would call a serial monogamous, but none of my relationships um, previous to maybe the, the one right before my husband ever really had any direction. Um, you know, it's I think that's kind of typical. Um, and I just, gosh, I would just caution, caution everybody who's out there, like, don't get wrapped up in this you know, multi-year, seven-year, whatever it is, relationship with somebody, unless you really understand, like, what it is that you guys are doing, and if you're working towards the common goal. So, yeah. So, this you know, this book, Single Dating, Engaged, Married, just gives such a great play-by-play of each phase, right? And so one of the major things that we did was we we reread this together after we had been on a break and we used this book to take a very real assessment of each other. And I just think that it helps you evaluate the other person and evaluate the relationship in a way that's not necessarily like, okay, we're for sure getting married or like, okay, like we're going to go through this, we're going to go through a workbook that has all these premarital questions. I do not think that it's wise to be going through a workbook or a book that's intended for premarital counseling before you're actually engaged. That's just my opinion. Some people might think differently, but I do believe that that type of learning material and those exercises should be reserved for if you actually get proposed to or you propose to somebody and even then when you are engaged you still have the option to break up because you might find in premarital counseling that really what you thought you know wasn't there and it's a choice at the end of the day and one of you or both of you might choose that you know relationship doesn't work so I think also reading the right types of books or absorbing the right type of material and seeking the right type of guidance in the dating phase of your life is also very important because you don't want to step ahead. And that's something that I was guilty of um, before going through this book. A concept that this book also highlights is the fact that when you're in the dating phase, like you do not have any say or ownership over that other person and vice versa I think that the culture like tells us like oh if you're my boyfriend then you have to act this way or if you're my girlfriend you have to act this way I think that there needs to be some basic level of respect obviously right like an understanding that you guys are going to be exclusive but that exclusivity does not mean that that other person is no longer autonomous and or that they're no longer their own person so that was a big wake-up call for me because all of my previous relationships were almost like you know I mean I don't know you just grow up acting like well no you're mine you know and that frame of thinking is very limiting and is actually very harmful I believe to the evolution of you know a healthy dating relationship so yeah if you care to pick it up I I, this is a book that I cannot recommend enough for singles another book I recommend for singles is called the sacred search So the whole purpose of these books is to like Narrow down and pinpoint and date with intention and purpose right so that you're not out there in the world Just swiping 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 or talking 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 to all these people It's like yeah dating is a trial and it should be kept fun and lighthearted. And like I said, you should I don't believe that you should be getting ahead of yourself like Getting ahead of the stage that you're at, um, but I do believe that you should have an agenda and you should have a purpose because you know it's time is pre- time is valuable, right? Time is money. Um, so let's see. Um, going into the deciding if you even want to get married, I think that that's another big thing that I just want to touch on. And I, you know, I mean, it it goes into the whole thing that sometimes in church culture or just even in today's culture, if you see everybody pairing up and you're the only single person out there, you might have FOMO and you might in desperation tend to settle for somebody that you probably don't even have any business dating because you guys don't have anything in common, right? But because everybody else is doing it, you feel this pressure. So I cannot say enough how that wraps into value your singleness and do trust that the Lord, like he, like you'll have the right piece of when it's time to like move into the season of dating or move into the season of of getting married. So that's something that I didn't do. I was like, well, first of all, I wanted to be single. And then when I met my husband, then I over-spiritualized everything and because i was met him at church i was like we're gonna have this perfect christian relationship and we're gonna do things exactly by the book and it has to look this type of way that's another frame of thinking that i would definitely cautious caution anybody from adopting like i did and tell you that sometimes the person that is the best person for you is not gonna look like that 10 item perfect list right those 10 items that you're like no my perfect my mate has to have these qualities Um, I think that's where it's going to take open-mindedness on your, on your end. And I mean, as long as your core mission and values in life, like align, as far as like your most important beliefs, then I think everything else is, um, you know, a matter of choice and a matter of opinion. But sometimes like you got to humble yourself a little bit, you know, um, I definitely had to, and it's crazy because I could now not imagine being married to anybody else. But if you asked me, like, my husband was not the type of person that I normally – like, that I thought I was going to end up with um, just because of the way that I was brought up and the way that I was bred in my family of, like, no, when you are when you pick someone, they need to be this, this, and this, and this, and this, you know? So, like, yeah, definitely stray away from that, right? Um, and understand that a relationship is two broken people coming together and – it's embracing that that truth of working together time and time again. Like so many of you guys said in the question box, it's like, man, like, yeah, good relationships are hard work. Just because it's hard work, that doesn't mean that you're not happy. So that's what I have to say about that. Now, for all of my married folks, um, paired up folks, you know, um, I'm I'm in the middle of reading a book called Love and Respect – now by Dr. Emerson Egricks. I I hope I'm saying his last name correctly. Um, but it's an amazing book so far about the concept of how men and women both want different things in, in life and how the fundamental need for women to be loved and the, fundament, the fundamental need for men to be respected often gets miscommunicated in a, in a marriage. And you guys can get into this crazy cycle where a woman doesn't feel loved, so she doesn't respect her husband. The husband doesn't feel respected, so he doesn't feel like loving his wife. And on and on it goes. And so... Um, more to come on the outcome of this book, but I know it comes highly recommended to a lot of people and it's helped a lot of people. So just, I'm I'm just sharing that resource, um, because I think it's so important to keep learning. Like that's something that's like, duh, right. For some of us. Um, but yeah, you're not gonna just get married and magically figure it out. You're going to need counseling. You're going to need outside help. You, should be reading books I believe like to help you in this in this area um and so yeah that's that's just kind of the pattern that I'm seeing in my life like I read these I read these awesome books when I was you know dating and it really helped me get to the point where I am today because it helped me filter out a lot of the noise and just figure out okay this is exactly you know this is what I should be doing, even though maybe somebody says, you should be doing this. I mean, and everybody's different. I think, like, let's just remember that just because you're a believer and just because you want to have a Christian relationship, it doesn't mean that your story has to look like their story, right? Or if somebody says, well, this was my experience and this is how I got a husband. Mm -mm, Nah, like, be careful with that stuff. Even me, listening to me, be careful, right? Like, this is just, I'm one person. They're they're one person. Um, but I do believe that these resources are great. Another great resource, if you're married, is called The Meaning of Marriage by Tim Keller, Tim and Kathy Keller. He's an amazing, super wise pastor. Um, and this book is like, it hits on a lot of the same points that Ben Stewart um, touches on because like literally so many people were inspired by his book, by this book, Meaning of Marriage, that they all basically wrote commentaries and used a lot of inspiration for their own stuff. Excuse me, I'm going to take a sip of water really quickly. Trying so hard not to be too ASMR about it. Oops. Okay. So, yeah. I think most of what I wanted to talk about was just being cautious when you're single <clears throat> and making sure that you don't get ahead of yourself. Um, just because I could I think it could s- you could save yourself from so much pain and confusion and, um, you know, just go through everything in the right season. Like I can't stress that enough. I can't stress the importance of slowing down and not being in a rush to jump ahead to the next place in your life as tempting as that is, especially in romantic relationships, because let's face it, right? Like being loved and that all feels good, right? And for some of us who are believers who, you know, maybe you're waiting till marriage to get busy and your hormones might be ruling what you're doing more than you think. So check yourself. Are you wanting to get married just so you can have sex? Because... It's not a good enough reason to get married. (laughs) Marriage is a choice. It's a very, very serious choice. And you want to make sure you take as much time and consideration um, before you make that leap. And again, you know, make sure you're not being too picky. At the same time, don't settle. I know I'm contradicting myself, but... Read the book. Read the books, everybody. I think that that's the moral of the story here. And, yeah. So, this was a short episode. I was actually planning to do a relationships and friendships, really, I mean, episode at once, but 30 minutes is not enough time to cover both topics. Um, But, yeah, if you have any, like, feedback on you either disagree with me. I'm sure a lot of people might disagree on several things that I said today. Um, but then if you agree with me, disagree with me, have any feedback for me. I definitely welcome it. I um I understand sometimes, you know, I don't want to be uh, I don't want to be in a very narrow path here when I speak about subjects through my worldview but let's face it this is my podcast so (laughs) I do think that um, speaking through my worldview is very important and ultimately I do believe that you know if you are a Christian you should be aligning your life to the Bible Um, but that also I'm understanding that you know there are many interpretations when it comes to things like dating, and I think that we could make a lot of jokes about Christian dating, you know, um, but I don't know. I just feel like it's still a super valuable topic to speak about, and um, that there's a time for everything, and there's a season for everything, so yeah. Hopefully that all was wrapped up in a nice package for you guys today. If you have any other ideas about how I might expound on the subject, um let me know like I said because I'm probably definitely going to do another episode that highlights more about, you know, our personal story and our personal journey. Um and I think sharing that is valuable only because like I said I definitely was caught up in this mindset of church culture in the sense that if my relationship didn't look like this on paper or from the outside, that it meant that God wasn't in the midst. And I my husband and I have had made a lot of quote unquote mistakes and missteps. And there was a lot of pain involved in the dating process, um, partly due to decisions that we made, um, partly due to things that we did to each other. And, um, yeah, a lot of people did not expect us to work or, you know, advised against it and rightly so. And that goes like, and that's the last thing I'll say, um, is that when you are in a dating relationship, especially if it escalates to the point of being serious with engagement or marriage, Um, You need to be very, very careful about who you are seeking counsel and advice from, because say for in our example, you know, he hurt my feelings, I hurt his feelings, he's telling all of his friends what I did, I'm telling all of my friends what he did, blah, blah, blah. I think I just misspoke, but you get the idea. So then you have everybody's opinion coming in, right? And say you guys reconcile in the way that my husband and I ended up reconciling right after taking a break. And then you just got all eyes on you in the church. You know what I mean? And you don't want that. You don't want to be the center of of people talking and, and everybody's opinion saying this and this and that. So um, yeah. And that's another thing. Be an adult about it. If you're dating somebody in the church and you guys realize that you're not meant to be, just move on and you know treat them with kindness because at the end of the day they weren't your husband they weren't your wife you know you guys were just dating and you should you should uh care for them as your brother and sister in Christ right and you should wish happiness upon them and you should also just trust that what the Lord has for you he has for you and you know it wasn't meant to be and I feel like I could expound more on that but I won't right now um I just, I think that, I think that's a hot topic. I think that a lot of people will be in a church and then they'll be dating, depending on the seriousness, of course, you know, and then one person will stop coming and, and, you know, no, don't stop coming to church just because you're not dating so-and-so or just because so-and-so broke up with you. That definitely happened to me. Um, yeah, I never stopped going to church for the record, but, you know, just, I don't even know what I'm saying. Okay. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. I am going to sign off now and we will we will talk again. We will speak again. Um, trying to do a friendship-focused podcast. Um, sharing more about how I believe adult friendships are so complicated nowadays. And I don't know if that's just me that's feeling that way, but definitely feel like friendships were a lot more simple in my early 20s. Mm. And um, now they're like... I think, after you cross that threshold of being married, then it becomes about having adult friendships. and that's scary. It's, it's a scary, scary world out there. But until next time, thank you for listening. Um, I put an ad here at some point in this podcast. So thanks for listening to that. I'm putting ads in my podcast now. You know, it's a way to it's a way to do it. And yeah, I'm gonna go about my day and I will catch you guys later.